Welcome to Supernatural Saytown. Hey guys, real quick, just wanted to let you know that if you like what we're doing here, if you want to support our show, if you want to help us get to more of these locations that we talk about, get to new heights, <laughs> you can help us out by going to patreon.com slash super sa town, one word. Yeah, we need help. We need some money. Definitely. All this stuff that I'm we do. I'm begging you. <laughs> turns out anything you do in life is expensive as hell. Yep. Especially uh, four to five star hotels yeah. that are haunted and yeah. all hundreds of dollars. Up. Yeah. We, we want to make it to every single location we talk about. And a lot of the, the, the truth of it is, is it costs money. Yeah, it's just coming out of our pockets. We both got full-time jobs. Yeah, kids. And, and, and other things we have to spend money on. And we love doing this. And we're down to spend money on it. But we could we, use your we, support. We'd like to spend a little bit less money on it. If we can help it. <laughs> the point is, if you love what we do and you want more of it, patreon.com slash supersaytown. Help us out, guys. We love you. Thank you. Welcome to Supernatural Saytown, where we explore the paranormal past and present of San Antonio, Texas, and the surrounding areas. From well-known hauntings to obscure urban legends, from five-star hotels to dirt roads seldom driven, we'll take you across South Texas to investigate, debunk, and perhaps find some truth to these tall tales. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Supernatural Saytown. My name is Steven Valencia. I'm joined here by my co-host. I'm Jody West. Hell yeah. The one and only. The one and the only one I know. Yeah. But uh, thank you so much for joining us for uh, our, what, 15th episode, 16th episode. I don't even know anymore. I got to count anymore. I think it's one of those. Yeah. It's got to be one of those. Yeah. Um, But today we're going to get right into it. We're going to talk about uh, one of the most famous creatures uh, in Texas cryptozoology yeah uh the bigfoot of latino culture okay the chupacabra oh yes and uh i was we were talking when we first i first came up with this idea it was like dude he was like man you really want to do that that's, that's pretty that's pretty uh basic bitch bullshit yeah it is you know it's it's pretty <laughs> kind of stupid if you think about it it sounds stupid i and, i have changed my opinion yeah um initially i had the same mindset i was like dude i, I don't you know I don't really want to, but I kind of have to because this is just yeah. a, a huge part of the culture here. Uh, if we're going to do a paranormal podcast, a supernatural podcast, we yeah. have to do yeah, Chupacabra. Yeah, Chupacabra. Like, how can you leave that this out? This was mandatory. Yeah, how can you leave that out? And, and my boy here, he he did it justice. Dude. And, and, All right? And like, I'm, we went deep. And I'm pretty excited to say that uh, we were able to reach out to a very well-known, uh, reputable source for mm-hmm. chupacabra experiences here in texas and and she's been featured on the discovery channel history channel science channel a bunch of youtube channels that are that are real well known we interviewed her with her house and yeah and and i reached out to her uh this is uh this is dr phyllis canyon and she uh she has probably the most crazy uh convincing <sighs> convince me you know thought-provoking stories that i've heard and I again, I wasn't really convinced with anything uh, about anything when I was first researching this, but I started right. watching documentaries with her in it, and I was like, "Well, she kind of has a point." And and a lot of her, these these segments. And, what's cool about her is her approach is is whether it's a chupacabra or whatever you want to call it, 
What is this thing? Yeah, she doesn't. She doesn't have the approach of, "Hey, this is a uh, paranormal." You'll hear she the details the... in our interview. I think it's going to be part of this episode. Yeah, it will be. It'll be uh, a good chunk of it. Her I... her take on it's really interesting. Yeah, she's she doesn't care. Yeah, and and it, and it wasn't like she's, she's not after anything. Yeah, she's she doesn't she doesn't want to she doesn't accept money for for no. saying making things uh sound more you know crazy than, no, than I asked her what actually happened <laughs> yeah straight up uh but but it's 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 really riveting the whole thing is riveting and that's that's the best word i can use to describe this it this is not this is not this is not your regular bullshit paranormal story yeah and and this has some meat and again i i'm she neither me or nor, nor jody or dr canyon are saying that this is something paranormal but it is something unknown it is unexplainable unexplainable and there hasn't really been a definition given to it yet, and let's get into it, dude. But let's get right into it. Okay, so we're gonna talk some. some I'm doc- sure this didn't start with Doctor Canyon. It didn't actually. It started back in 1995 Ooh. in uh, Canovanas, Puerto That's Rico. It? Yes, it's very, very recent. That was the um, other day. So usually you talk about cryptids and the cryptozoology. You know, yeah. you got Bigfoot, right? Bigfoot's the one that sticks out. Yeah. And I don't really know how old that is to be honest, but I know it's older than 95. Um, you have werewolves, which go Polar back. lies. <laughs> the beginning of time my friend okay sorry <laughs> but but uh you have you know the Loch Ness monster it's yeah. been around for for several hundred years to my knowledge that one is 1700s uh, scotland yeah. if i'm not mistaken scotland for sure uh but i'm not at the year you know it's, it's give or take but back in the day werewolves all that kind of stuff oh, hundreds of back years to the beginning so for something to be as recent as 1995 is is pretty unusual yeah. unusual for us yeah, and and it, it it's cool. It's interesting. Yeah. Um. Apparently, this has been the chupacabra has been reported first. Like it started. Let's start off in Puerto Rico. It's reached all the way to uh to Maine, Chile, Nicaragua, even to Russia, the Philippines, wow, India, Sri Lanka. So it's been like all over the place. And so this has all been since cameras were around. Uh, ninety five. Yeah, maybe kind cameras. Of, uh, Stephen, they had cameras. No, no, like video cameras. Okay. Like yeah. okay. Sorry, I let you man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm, this is a dude. I, <laughs> I don't know the years for cameras, <laughs> but uh, again, relatively recent. Okay, and, and and um, the the versions. So I've got a lot of notes here, and I could sit here and fucking read this to you, but this is not going to be very riveting. So I'm just going to kind of kind of cherry pick things that stick out to me. Yeah, one of the main things is going to be the fact that there's the Puerto Rican version '95, and then there's the other versions, which you know mainly in Texas, but other versions that have been after that and there's dark differences between the descriptions oh, yeah. in these two uh uh versions of the Puerto uh, of the Puerto Rico. Well, these <laughs> stories of the Chupacabra. These stories take the idea from s- sounding and seeming nonsense all the way to okay, you got me. Yeah. I I I'm in on this one. Yeah. So, let's start with the nonsense, right? So, we got to get the nonsense out of the way, right? I wasn't there. I don't know if it's nonsense, but it but it, it sounds like nonsense. So, there's things that's that about this that seem like it's not nonsense, but if you look, you know, from from at face value it looks like nonsense. So, Okay, starting off, they're describing the Puerto Rican version as being three to five foot tall with bat wings, tiny arms, spikes yeah. along the back, very reptilian. Yeah. Um, and this is the one that was described in 1995. Okay. And off the bat, okay, you realize that the movie Species came out uh, around the same time, and they were saying that that the creatures they're describing are re- remarkably similar to the ones that were described that were shown in the Species movie. Yeah. And just, I've seen it. It is kind of ridiculous, right? But then you have the parts of the story that seem a little bit less bullshit like okay so 
hundreds of goats were killed in a short span of time and yet how so they, short um this uh four months every night for four months is what they were saying okay um so so the point is is that with the believable and pff, factual versions of the story and the more make-believe nonsense batwing versions there's some things that are uh in common that are credible so yes yeah in, in a way so um putting the descriptions of the creature aside you have the evidence left behind right so uh-huh. straight off the bat it's it's bodies right you have goat carcasses chicken carcasses that have puncture wounds and, and damage to their throats and esophagus, whatever. Yeah. And and they're left there, right? So okay, you would say, okay, if you if, if someone were to find bodies of goats just by themselves without the puncture wounds, okay, a disease, right? Maybe disease. Yeah. Or it's just, strange that there's hundreds of them, but still drop dead of the corona. Yeah. <laughs> right. Just like everyone nowadays. Yeah. Um but yeah, I would say disease, right? But the fact that they've got puncture wounds in their necks, then okay, so it's it's a traumatic injury. It's a traumatic death. Yeah. Right, so they were killed by something but else. Hundreds of them, and it's yeah, and that's the weird part. There's it's not hundreds an accident. Of, there's hundreds of them. What would kill them that wouldn't eat them? Right. Um. Nothing. And, and that's that's the conclusion that <clears throat> I would come to. Right. Okay. So any kind of cat, any kind of bobcat, mountain lion, anything would would kill would, it, would, drag it off. I mean, you've seen jaguars. I mean, sorry, not jaguars, leopards in Africa. Yeah. Right. That they kill their prey and they them. fucking drag that shit off into a tree and it, and it shreds them into little pieces. It eats every little bit that's edible. Yeah. yeah. And, and leaves and, behind little pieces. Yeah. All right. That's that's very common amongst all predators. And then you have other examples of animals being killed. And not eaten, but that's usually a territorial thing okay. when it comes to predators versus predators and whatever. Pack animals. And, and they leave the body there because of that. But this is not the case because, you know, a goat is not a threat to right. a carnivore. It's an easy target. It's an easy target. So, okay. And, and maybe <clears throat> there's a uh, the off chance that this particular carnivore killed this goat and then was scared off, you know, it wasn't didn't have the chance to drag it out, you know, or whatever. Hundreds out of, a, out of times? But exactly, that's what I'm saying. So nah. hundreds of times I that either. it doesn't make a lot of sense. So um, anyway, so this 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 was, this was happened all across uh, Puerto Rico, um, mainly in the, the village of Canovanas. <laughs> bat wings. <laughs> yeah, but like legit bat wings, right? Like how do you yeah, go from uh-huh. like it did. things yeah. dying to fucking bat wings? <laughs> I don't understand. Like you got fucking Batman going in there. Like I didn't see it. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. If it's five feet tall with bat wings, I yeah. But there were. There, I don't know if I want to be around anymore. With something like that existing. <laughs> yeah, it's just like it's just like Jeepers Creepers, man. Yeah, you seen the movie? Yeah, like I think the scarecrow I, thing. I think there's like three of them, right? Or two, yeah, at least all two. Real, real, real dumb. Well, but. so me and my brother used to <laughs> fucking love watching those stupid ass horror movies, yeah. dude. Like Cabin Fever, Jeepers Creepers, Wrong Turn, like. We, I, I used to love watching that shit. Cause it's yeah. so dumb, but it's it's just it's got this weird like I have, I have a weird enjoyment. It just makes me happy. Also, it was new back then. It was new back then. You yeah, know? Uh, Blair, the, Blair Witch. Yeah, uh, the Blair yeah. Witch Project. That was a that was a big thing. Yeah. Um, we should do our own found footage horror movie. We should. We should. Speaking of found footage, um, I recently uh when i was in the medical center at work this okay. is actually like literally okay the day before yesterday you no saw, yesterday you saw a pug or something i saw i legit <laughs> saw a fucking dog with mange mm-hmm. but it wasn't patchy mange like we're talking about it was legit fucking yeah gray skin it was all gray 
It, it's so my only thing okay, is okay. We're gonna fucking post this video. You tell us what the fuck you think. The the way that the animal that you saw was walking. Moved. Yeah, it was like a hyena, right? No, no, it was, dude. It, well, it, was it like didn't hyena. look like something that like what sick. we saw posted up at Doctor Canyon's house would move. No, it didn't have right. the arch. You're right. It but didn't again, move low to the ground like she said. Sure, that wasn't early morning or late at night. But whatever it was, it appeared somewhat healthy though, right? Yeah, yeah, it, it was. It was running normally. Yeah, yeah. And again, this is just a little tidbit. It's probably it's there's fucking how many nothing. dog species of gray hair? Like it, even that far away? Like you sure it didn't have hair? Um, I saw it close. Okay, so I mean, it, it's it's up to y'all <laughs> to, to decide it? whether or not I whistled at it actually, but it's yeah. up to y'all to decide whether I'm credible or not. But I saw it closer than that before I was able to take video of it. Okay. Um, and it yeah. I mean, from what I can tell, I'm not calling you out. I'm trying to no, get no, you to go into no, no, detail. No, no, and, I, and that's fine because I want you to call me out because I, 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 I'm just trying to get more out of you. Yeah, exactly. That's all. No, no, I get you. I get you. But it was. I didn't see I, it. I, in my lifetime, I've never seen a mangy dog or coyote or whatever the fuck it was to that extent, that, that up close. Yeah. And just happened to happen right your before opinion, the fucking recording of this episode. Yeah, was crazy. <laughs> that was kind of weird. Happened to happen. Happened is, to happen. In your opinion, is is the validity of what you saw, does that match up with the validity of what... Dr. Canyon, her stuff? Yeah. No, no, not at all. What like, I saw... Can you say... What I saw was... I saw this as well as she can say, I saw this. So, no, because what I saw, for one, was from a distance, and a not a crazy distance, but a decent distance. Because you have this thing alive, and she has it dead, you know? You yeah. have footage of it moving and running, if sure. that's what it is. Sure, yeah. And she has it dead... You know, I'm just and, I'm just saying it's it's two ways to approach this. Sure, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, and and I and I see what you're you're saying. And at at this point, you're basically rely, like deciding on whether this person is credible or not, right? Me and her, right? If you have it on your phone, I believe that you saw it and videoed it with your phone. Yeah, you know, I'm not I'm gonna discount that. It's fucking I'm, grainy and all that stuff. But then there's nothing to say in my. I'm saying what she's saying. What was that? What yeah. is it? And in, in my in my video, there's nothing to say that. It was anything besides a an animal with mange, right? Any animal, whether it was a dog, coyote, it's, it's not a wolf. Similarities but, there, yeah. I but I don't know. I don't there's know. nothing. I don't know. There's no proof that it's anything besides that, right? It's just crazy it to sit here like this first time. I'm like, yeah, this could be real. Yeah, but like, Doctor Cannon hasn't happened yet. <laughs> but Doctor but Doctor Cannon's examples, it's different because there are plenty of reasons to believe why this is not just an, a regular. Known mammal with mange. Yeah. So, um, anyway, going forward with the Puerto Rican example. Yeah. Uh, people had their theories of, about what it was. You know, this is back in 95 again. They, they thought that it might have been a, a an escaped military experiment from B- Fort Buchanan. Which, which uh, is in Puerto Rico, right? Yeah. It's not far from Canovanas or maybe it's in Canovanas. Okay. But um, uh, Hurricane Maria, I think, at the time was... They thought that maybe the hurricane... Wrecked the building and was able to let this fucking monstrosity out. You know, makes sense. Yeah, I mean, they had tons of theories. I mean, they 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 were like they got so scared they were abandoning their own homes. They wouldn't let their children walk to school by themselves. Jeez, they're walking with them. And of course, with everything ever, it got political. So, uh, Mayor Jose Ramon Soto was up for re-election in '96. It was the year after that. So, '96, he was uh, up for re-election. I will defeat Chupacabra. (laughs) Exactly. That's pretty much what it was. He organized 200 people with cops and other military... I'm not sure it was military or whatever, but they publicly hunted this creature 
in a political like sense. Yes. Yeah. Like for the election, I'm doing this for you to get to fucking votes. They were hunting the chupacabra. This bat winged red eyed thing. This seems like the 1800s. Yeah. But this was 96. This is a witch hunt. It's fucking funny, but it's crazy. But uh, they would run. He would fucking ride in the back of a fucking pickup truck with a giant cross. There's, in the pickup truck. There's people like this in our lifetime, dude. I know. This guy's in our I know. lifetime. This is not the fucking... Okay. This, is, this is not the, the Crusades. This no. is fucking 96 in Puerto Rico. This is the era of video cameras and DNA testing. But either way, man, he got, <laughs> he got publicity. I think he won. I'm not, I'm not sure. Okay. I, think he, I think it worked. That's the hardest belief thing you've said so far. <laughs> I know, right? But it, but it's, it's pretty nuts, man. Cool. Uh, they had cool. Other, they had I like other, it. They had other theories what it might have caused. The scientific theories. Actual science behind it. Yeah. That uh, it was bad that, that had to seek new food sources, uh, wild dogs, which is pretty believable, except for the fact that they left the fucking bodies there. I don't it know was why like dogs any kind of bat. Like, wouldn't the uh, the spacing of the fangs be? I don't. I don't they're I, so small, you, man. You they're they're tiny. Though? You know what's bats? funny though? I never read anything about the spacing of the fangs. Really? Um, and to me, any I guess details about I guess, the wounds. I guess that'd be pretty, pretty. You know, why didn't we ask her about that? I don't know. Tell um, us about the chickens you found. Like, yeah, and we did ask them her, her, and and her questions about that and the other you know uh research we did we were i was looking at that too hmm. but this the teeth spacing did not actually occur to me until right yeah. now which is a good fucking question because like bats are like that big right and, yeah and, and their I mean, teeth are like that far apart like an inch apart so an overgrown giant ass bat that ran yeah. out of a food source or whatever even a bat this big would have teeth spacing you know that far apart instead yeah and that's still smaller than yeah, what a than, than, than coyote what we're talking would do about or, or canine yeah so and, and that I, was a very scientific measurement that I made there. Yeah. 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 It didn't come up. And I don't, anyway. I, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good question. It's a good question. Um, uh, so basically, I I feel like the Puerto Rican version was a lot inspired by that movie Species. And, and, and okay. people were, you know, there was like one guy that said that he had seen a creature uh, at his at his window on his balcony, yeah, and the guy you know, on the glowing show. red eyes and all that kind of stuff, and and to be honest, and this is not any kind of um, I'm not trying to disparage this guy in any way, but he didn't seem like he was all there. Okay, he seemed a little bit as well as that other guy in it. Texas that that came across one. Yes, him too. had some bones or something. Yeah, also a little was, bit out of it. Can do you have any um uh, research there that says that the movie species was released in the territory of Puerto Rico in their language? Um, I don't, but because like I yeah, even, I mean, even movies now aren't released everywhere. all over the yeah. country no, at I the know. same time. Like but, you'll get it in chunks. But I think this is right around the time the internet was becoming a thing. Yeah, Al Gore. Like just and, yeah. <laughs> and uh super serial super ser- i'm super serial right now um but it was so popular even if it even if it did not did get translated and 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 shown in different languages i feel like they would have seen a picture could, could have yeah you know uh uh an advertisement for it or what do you call those fucking things uh movie poster yeah i guess that's yeah that's, uh, that's, a, simp- that's, a, that's a simplest fucking thing <laughs> yeah the movie poster know. Poster of a movie, movie poster. Yeah, you're right. So, so what you're saying is that psychologically, he could have relayed something that he saw, even unknowingly, with something that he thought he saw. Yes, exactly, and not just him, but everyone else that were given descriptions because they they had the the goats that were dead. 
but they didn't have they never actually saw the creature to my knowledge they just were like okay well this is this must be what it is it's this how many how many women gave birth while watching the exorcist how many people who watched it thought they were possessed afterwards how many people ran out scared and after that thought that they saw demons everywhere i don't know but i'm assuming it's a lot it was a lot it was the 70s and and that was the first time they were exposed to that kind of stuff and so it's very logical to think yeah fuck my pussy well yeah yeah in the pea soup well it's like (laughs) if you're if you're the first time you're you see something and then all of a sudden it you see something you can't explain. It, it leaves an impression on you, yes. You would correlate the two. Just that's, like if that's what your go-to is. Just if like you were going to have... We've talked about that before. Yeah, with, with uh, sleep paralysis. Yes, like, yes. What are you picturing? It has to be something you've pictured before. Like, you, like I, don't, I don't think that the human I, mind... Yeah. I don't think the human mind is capable of, of make, creating its own uh, image. Well, I think it's only based on the combination of images it's seen before. I really, I think I've read that. And that I don't was know how your true response that to when I said everyone that's ever experienced that have said that they've seen the same three or four things. Yes, yes. That was the hallucination, the real sighting, the whatever that they had. It's it's the same stuff that everybody yeah. that has sleep paralysis says they see. So is it you actually seeing that or is it you in those seconds that you're going between sleep and wake mm-hmm. where you can't move you think you see it. And the mind is a powerful thing to yeah. where like you not, if you think you see it, maybe this guy woke up out of a dead it. ass sleep and saw a bat winged, red eyed space alien yeah, reptile dog. Absolutely. Outside his window. Anyway. No, dude, for sure. For bro, sure. No. Continue on, man. No, I know. I will, I'm, I will. I'm into this. This is awesome. No, no. So, uh, <laughs> Just over here derailing. He's like, you derail me. I know. <laughs> I props to you for that. Cause I deserve it. I deserve it 10 times over. Um, now it's going to be a, a meme with uh with me finally doing my fucking research and <laughs> you've been on your. We have listener bullshit. memes now, dude. <laughs> Just two. This, no, 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 no! Don't, don't even, because this is the I'm big not time. Play, I'm not going to play it down. You're this right. This is the big time. Right, it is a big time. All right, we have a responsibility. <laughs> we do. <laughs> it's the people's voice. I did not have sex with that woman. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you got your dick sucked. Uh, oh, but anyway, man. sorry, going off a little a little bit of a tangent there, but so. Uh, the they did hair samples on a, a purported nest that was found in Puerto Rico near that village, and the scalation pattern, which is that Pantene Pro V fucking commercial where they have the conditioner where it has they like zoom the, in on the hair follicle the hair was all cracked and shit. So 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 tell me about that nest. Um, what exactly did they find? Like I think literally all they found was just some dug fucking, up ground with some hair in it. Yeah, I guess it was nearby where some of the attacks had happened. Okay, but it just. Like what was you can visually you can see like what an animal nest looks like even without hair and shit like you yeah. can see like hey an animal has made a fucking burrow here right you'll you'll find trails in the probably San Antonio you'll find trails in the woods of where where deer are moving and then you'll find bedded down grass yes it's it's, and pretty, it's pretty where, obvious where deer bed down and yeah then you set your blind up right above that and you wait and for you nightfall fucking, you just fucking drop rocks in their blast head blast away dog <laughs> I just blast it away <laughs> uh, but. <laughs> <laughs> but i love this show i know <laughs> we're the only two fuck all the other shows man <laughs> um but so the scalation pattern uh you were saying what they found in the nest obviously signs yeah. of a nest and then hair well, right they did all the i'm sure they spent all this money doing all this time and research into a nest i just wanted to know more about the nest sure and and from what i and this is there's there's i don't know how legitimate 
this nest was mm-hmm. this was a documentary that i was watching about people making a documentary okay about the sightings in 95 of the chupacabra right all right yeah so they said they found hair and they did the testing on the hair and they said and this was good too because like you know leading up to this i'm like okay this is all like they're trying to fucking sell something they're trying to sell a story like oh yeah, it's a documentary yeah but they were saying straight up like hey this was probably a domestic dog a canine right okay. this is this is canid whatever um it said probably. I guess yeah. it could be a new canine, but the hair was canine. It wasn't anything like alien or there wasn't anything that was... Yeah. Um, obviously, they ruled out Reese's monkeys. They ruled out mongooses, I think, uh, bats, everything else. Um, We're just by saying it's canine. That's Yeah. So yeah. so it narrowed it down a bit, but not 100%. But this, again, was Puerto Rico, and this is like, you know... 95. 95. I'm not sure how good you know i i I don't know what the resources were yeah i I mean i can't imagine they were a lot up to par with today's resources i mean probably not 100 they weren't up to to today's resources i I just don't know yeah me neither i just don't know what they had what they didn't have yeah so um but they're able to identify uh uh an unknown animal nest they said hair they yeah. identify the hair as an unknown canine species, then then so we're what, still on board. At least, at we're least still it, on track. Yeah, it's on track, but at least it wasn't something that was like completely fucking unknown to them. It was okay, this is okay, canine. yeah. This is a dog like animal. Um and to touch on Puerto Rico one more time, real quick, the term chupacabra was uh, coined by a comedian Silverio Perez. Wait. A comedian? Yeah. Yeah, he was the one that came up with the term. And I'm not sure if it was ninety five, ninety six, but Obviously, what? word got out because of all the political stuff and everything. That's that, how old this is. Yeah, this is not that old. Yeah. The term chupacabra is 25 years old. Yeah. I mean, not and, the, and it was not the coined Spanish, by... Not the Spanish language, because I mean, it just means... I said the term chupacabra. Goat. Sucker but, of goat, yeah. A comedian? Yeah. Silverio Perez. Is he, is, I'm sure he's not as good as us. Uh, he's probably way better. Let's get him on the show. Well, my point is... Uh, <laughs> my point is, is that... Yes. Give me more. <laughs> Steven is blowing ass in my house. My children sleep here. Well, they're going to wake up real soon. <laughs> so it was, a, it was a stand-up comic that, that coined the term for this this animal or it this was. whatever. And I, I really wish I would have looked it up. Like really? The actual set. I don't know if there was a video of it or not, but yeah. he Probably he coined, not. He coined the term. Yeah, he That's coined the crazy. term. That's crazy. Um, I thought that this was... Okay, so you, you've touched on nothing but Puerto Rico and Dr. Kenya. I thought this was a... Mexico, country of Mexico lore. From from what I've seen, and I actually saw some videos on YouTube mm-hmm. that were trying, like they're like the oh, the top ten, you know, uh, chupacabra sightings. Mexican thing, and there was no, but the the fucking actual footage they were saying, like this guy was narrating, like oh, the number seven sighting. This was this was in Mexico, and I was like, dude, that fucking footage is from Texas. I've seen that footage. I know what that footage is. It's from Texas. Oh, you telling me that you and saw I something on the internet that's not true? Unbelievable, right? I know what. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah so i i i didn't find any stories associated with mexico specifically it was all really? puerto rico texas maine i believe it was not alabama what was it um you're blowing my fucking mind ukraine yeah all ukraine, that ukraine kind of yeah but ukraine. not mexico no russia mexico. but not I mean, mexico. i'm sure there's been stories in mexico but i couldn't find anything okay, but no like, pictures the nothing. fact that it didn't come from there is enough to like surprise the shit out of me yeah i mean I yeah. thought that's where it came from. No, no. This is a strictly Puerto Rican I, and Texas thing. I have to know more. Okay. So, um, there's been several sightings in Texas uh, since 95. 
Um, three. This is, this is gripping, bro. Three stand out. Uh, first was in Ratcl- <laughs> Ratcliffe, Texas, right? You have uh, Jackie and Ar- Ar- Potter. Jackie, yeah, Rat- Ratcliffe. What? <laughs> <laughs> Dan- not Rad. Rat. Oh, okay. Ratcliffe. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Are you close. You close. Yeah. Um, Jackie and Arnold Stoke. This is a, a documentary I was watching. I think it was Monster Quest or, or whatever the fuck it was. But yeah. Um, basically, they um, it, they found a raccoon. It was a raccoon with mange. Right. Long story short, okay. fucking raccoon. Um, was it a very large raccoon? Because no, it was it was the size of a regular raccoon, but it looks not like a raccoon because it has no hair. The skin is all gray. It's not like yeah. our skin. It's gray. So it looks. <laughs> I saw this video of a guy who shaved his like it was like a like a giant poodle, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> shaved only its neck up. <laughs> <laughs> what? It looks so- like the devil. <laughs> that sounds horrifying. Was its skin gray too? No, I'm sorry. Total sidetrack. It, it just, it just reminded me of that no, it was, That's it was fine. black. It was black. Okay, and it, that, that, is, that is horrifying. It looked like this fluffy, what? curly-haired poodle with like this skull for a head. What? That's <laughs> <laughs> fucking gross. I gotta look that up. But have you seen uh, the images of uh, the a bear with mange? No, the bear, like hairless fucking bear, dude. Look it up, man. <laughs> so it is scary, dude. It is scary. Like it doesn't look like a bear. It looks like some fucking zombie. It's weird. All right, and now we're talking it's about a chupacabra. Big ass chupacabra. Yeah, but uh, all right. So well, anyway, okay, so, so we're on the so, same page. So the one, yeah. So so obviously, yeah. Like off the bat, it's no. Just, I saw, I saw what I saw. Yeah, and we'll talk about that. Okay. But, uh, in Ratcliffe, it was a raccoon, right? You got okay. two fucking hillbillies in Ratcliffe. They were like, "Hey, we can find a fucking chupacabra." Blah blah. Gigi, hold it, on. It's a fucking. They did some some shit on uh, some uh, samples and DNA testing, whatever the fuck. It was a, it was a raccoon, right? Debunk. Done. Yeah. Okay. Um, next one was in Elmendorf. This is the guy that Dr. Kenyon was talking about. This is the guy who, according to Dr. Kenyon, and I'm not trying to say that she said this, but. Uh, this guy is not the most credible of. Dudes. I asked her. Mm-hmm. You know, it, you it came up because of me, but but that's fine. Um, so but, there was two episodes of Monster Quest that touched on Chupacabra. One of them had him. The other one had her. Yeah, I I I don't know if I because because I, I, I was trying to find it. Like one night, me and that that night, I said, like, "All right, I'll watch this shit." Yeah, Marie and I, I was on YouTube trying to find it, like you told me to. Yeah, and and all I found was that guy. Yeah, and and there was that guy that came out all dressed in black, all like. Oh yeah, the investigator guy, right? Measuring bones and shit. Yeah, and, right? he, and he and he found that the. I mean, there were some things that were interesting. The canines were were bigger than normal canine canines. Which that is, that uh, guy shot a big rat. Yeah, yeah, pretty <laughs> he much. Shot a big rat. But whatever it was, it was it wasn't too convincing. And then right? he slurringly tried to convince everybody. Yeah, it's just this guy was obviously he's got he's got his own. Set God of, bless him. Uh, you know, yeah, issues, right. You know, uh, me too, me too. But. Uh, Long story short, it, it's it's not convincing. It's not something like no. I'm gonna write home about. No, um, it wasn't worth making an episode of that show about. No, it it's wasn't. a good show. It's a good show. I, I like it, but of course, all these shows are kind of campy. They're kind of you know, and I don't want to call it any shows. It's, it's I, not, I'd like to be on these shows. The term is pandery. Yeah, that too. All right, they they <clears throat> they pander with this stuff to people who want to believe it. Yeah, yeah. All right, and they and the the evidence points towards and the oh we just don't know all that points towards it's a pandering towards it might be real and it just eggs it on. Yeah. And, and one thing like also the first video taken of Bigfoot yes. was taken by a guy. The, uh, the Gable film. Yeah. Yeah. And uh I don't know if it was Gable. I okay. Maybe maybe not. But I know one of the films the most popular one was the Gable one with the guy like the, the Bigfoot walking the away and look, looking back at the yeah. camera. That's the Gable film. Well it was taken by a guy who um and went, let me, let me say he this. went to jail for writing a bad check yes. for the camera that he bought with the bad check to yes. film the video Obviously, that he filmed off the of bat, Bigfoot. Not exactly the most trustworthy guy. Right off the bat, you're yeah. 
full of shit. Yeah, full of shit. Um, <laughs> but, but I will say it's that, that kind of pandering some shit. Of the, some of the videos I've seen of like, dude, they're creepy looking. I mean, there was did, a recent they, Bigfoot video that came out. Was it the one? There was one I saw that had like it looked like a guy in a ghillie suit or some sort of hairy fucking looking suit, and it was bounding towards the camera. And it was, dude. I mean, I, I got goosebumps just fucking thinking about it. And it's it's creepy as hell. But you know, at the end of the day, it's it's easily debunked. You know what else was creepy? Paranormal activity. Insidious. Yes. The you're Exorcist. Right. You're right. Yeah. The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Yeah. All oh, that was creepy. Yeah. yeah. The Exorcism of Emily Morgan. <laughs> I almost said that. I know you did. I didn't know what else to say. <laughs> well, we, we've talked about Emily Morgan a lot. So <clears throat> the the heroine of Texas. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so one thing interesting about the uh, Elmendorf version was that uh, they did uh, hair testing and DNA testing on on that as well, and it was uh-huh. identical to the one in Puerto Rico, which okay. is 100 percent dog. 100. Okay. percent Okay. So okay. debunk. Okay. That's it. Done. It, it, it's a doggo. El doggo. Just it, fucking. It's a it's a wiener dog. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So, all that being said, uh, debunking all that shit, it, it's 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 unusual that they have that that much mange that it completely got rid mange of all the not, hair. It's not a full body issue. It's a, it's a skin issue that's located by mites by parasites. The the uh um, well they they gnaw scabies. Yeah, yeah, scabies, scabies too. They uh, the they fucking seven year itch, bro. They gnaw. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's, that's <laughs> called the seven year itch. <laughs> is that how long it takes to go to Walgreens dude, to get the cream? Is, scabies is no fucking joke, dude. It fucks like, your teeth up. Does it really? Yeah, your teeth. Yeah, it's a vitamin deficiency. Scabies, yeah. Interesting, because uh, that's why pirates would get it because all they would eat is like are salted. Ta- are meat. you talking about fucking scurvy? No, scabies too. Really? Are you sure? People on the ocean would get it. <laughs> are you sure it's not scurvy? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Well, scurvy too. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. No, that's fine. But, but it's a it's a localized to the skin thing. Like the the animals will chew and I've scratch seen, and I've gnaw seen, off the hair in that Because in my spot. line of work, I've seen individuals with scabies that have fucking scabies. That's gross, dude. I know. I know. And it's. I'm gonna scoot back. Yeah, I don't have scabies, <laughs> nor have I ever had I don't scabies. Know. <laughs> I think I would know if I'm I had. Probably it. thinking of scurvy. I'm probably an idiot. <laughs> I really Arr, I have the scabies. Please <laughs> no. write, please write in to this fucking email to our podcast email. Tell him how much of an idiot he is. All right. I love you. No, no, no. But anyway. No, no. Yeah. So I'm stupid. We're gonna move. <laughs> I was like, are you throwing scurvy? So it's close. Ska, ska, ska. Yeah, yeah, ska. All right. Sorry. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Who's to know that people who lived on the ocean didn't get scabies too? I mean, they probably did. I mean, All right, thank you. There we go. Proof. <laughs> okay, there we go. Proof. <laughs> Irrefutable proof right here. You heard it here, folks. Oh, my God. Uh, Fire me, Stephen. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> you have to know people better for this than me. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, moving on. We're going to talk about the great, so much the great town of Cuero, Texas, which we had the wonderful opportunity to visit. And, dude, and if you, you drive in and then you look back and, and there it went. And it was it was legit <laughs> it's like so small. And I'm serious though, like it is, it is legit like a beautiful. It's beautiful country out there. Yeah. Like when I we drove out there, um, dude. Uh, maybe it was because of the weather that we've been having. Super green, like rolling pastures. Like I thought I was in fucking Ireland, man. Like yeah, it was just beautiful. Um, but anyway, um, Quero was founded in 1870 because of a, of a railway, right? Uh-huh. Like every fucking place was founded railway or body of water, right? Or, yeah, that was the only way to get things yeah. to places was those two things. Um, apparently, back in the day, it was a pretty rowdy town. had saloons, uh, gunfights, right. okay corral right. kind of shit. And up until the 1950s, it was considered a wild town. Um, just, you know, uh, and I would say, 
arguably that it's still a wild town. Uh-huh. Um, very religious. It's got over 30 churches. It's got 6,500 residents with 30 churches. 30 in Cuero. What of the like denominations of like is it 30 catholic churches is it all over the place is it I, churches of I, satan I, I didn't i didn't look that up uh <clears throat> I, to me they're all kind of the same um that's for sure I, I understand you saying that but, but like that's that's an uh, abnormal amount of religious institutions for that few people i know it's crazy yeah very that's, religious town yeah. you, you show up you start a church and that's it yeah and people show up all right. build it and they will come um, we're going to talk about Dr. Phyllis Canyon now, which is uh, the wonderful lady we were we had the uh, privilege of interviewing for this uh, show, and she's been, like I said, all over um, uh, documentaries, uh, the the History Channel, uh, Science Channel, etc. Pretty much everything you can think of. BBC has been out there. Wow. Um, and uh, a little backstory. She's she's turned down interviews and she's she turned has. down TV and that, time. And that was interesting to me was because they some of these, and I, I don't know specifically which uh channels or organizations or companies had kind of tried to steer her in the direction of hey can you embellish this a bit to make us a little bit more convincing and you did ask her and it was it was it was very intriguing she was like no i'm not about that i'm not about and she's very well to do well i said i said yeah they're not lacking nothing they they don't need (laughs) money like they're 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 good i asked her i said not i'm obviously questioning the integrity of big tv networks not you Yes, but and that was a very eloquently did, put question. Have any of these TV shows you've appeared on asked you to embellish or alter any yeah. of the details of your story for, mm-hmm. for any reason? Yeah. And her response was no. And in fact, I've turned down as many as I've done mm-hmm. because they asked me to do it in a satirical manner. Yes. They wanted to make some kind of comedy about it. They wanted and, to almost make fun of her, you know? Yeah, and, 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 and she and, said, no, I want no part of that. Yeah. Like, I'm interested, I, I'm serious about wanting to know about this thing that I found. So, right off the bat, I mean, credibility. That right there. Is there, right? She she, she also said, I've also, and I didn't even ask her this, she said, I've, ex- I've, I've accepted no payment from any of this. Yes, exactly. And I'm sure they offered her. I'm sure, I mean, dude, yeah, I mean. A, a, enough money that. Even if somebody who doesn't need money would be like, oh, okay. Yeah, why not? You know, but yeah, yeah, she, but she's not about that. She she, she turned it she, down. She is legitimately, I think, on our page when it comes to, dude, I, I want to find if, out. If anybody was going to give you a dollar yeah, to right. be on this show. <laughs> 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 okay, 50 cents. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, right. But so she's on our page when it comes to like, hey, we want to debunk this stuff. And, and not, she's not saying. We want to find the facts out. She's not saying off the bat this is something paranormal, but. What is it? That's just yeah. the only question she's posing. Yeah. Um, but her chickens were being killed. Yeah. Um, what did she say? 28 chickens over a yeah, six-month period? 28 chickens, and I'm not sure the time period. I don't have it in my notes right here, but uh, yeah, 28 It was chickens. less than a year. So, and all the chickens were left. The bodies were left. Yeah. All the meat, anything worthwhile on a chicken, except mm-hmm. for the blood. And she's pretty knowledgeable. She knows about lividity, and she knows all about that kind of stuff. Yeah. And the blood just wasn't there. Right. Um, you can't have lividity without blood. So yes, exactly. Yeah. And it's, the blood's going to be somewhere, um, pooled or not. But, um, eventually she thought, she thought it was a bobcat. Um, but, uh, she killed the bobcat in question, right? She's an avid hunter. And we saw that. Oh yeah. At her, she has at her place. animals from all over the planet on her walls. Yeah. Animals I didn't know existed. Yeah. We were, that we tiny were sit- little deer head on her kitchen table. Yeah. That was like a part of a centerpiece. Yeah. That was awesome. Right. I, yeah. The, 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 her husband was telling me about them shooting that and how long it took to track it down and all that stuff. And I was like, dude, I thought that was, I yeah. thought like 
You got that at the store. Like, somebody made that <laughs> shit. Like, what even is that? It was this tiny little deer it was species. The, the, the Sika deer. I don't know what it was called, but... The head was, like, that big. It was, but, it was uh, tiny. But apparently more uh, more of a challenge than yeah. the biggest fucking animal you can shoot. I mean, that, And they have the biggest ones you can shoot on the walls. Yeah. Oh, they do. They do. It's, oh, it's an it was amazing such a cool collection. Place to it, was, be, man. it was so cool. So cool. It was cool. any dude or hunter's paradise. It was, yeah. It looked like a log cabin We stayed there for, like, an hour after the interview just, just talking. And, yeah. and then, hey, tell me the story about this. Tell me the story about this. they had, like, this. heads, like, piled up upstairs. It was so cool. They didn't have wall space for all of them. yeah it was it was neat man it was neat um but initially she thought it was this particular bobcat she had been seeing and uh My point to all that is is they know exotic they know, animals they know animals they're they've been there they've done that they they, they respect nature yes and and they're they don't just go blasting at everything they see it was all it, it's all with purpose and reason you know and, and, yeah. and, and they would donate i think she was saying that she donated the meat all um, of it all of it to uh uh organizations that feed the hungry yeah. in, in other countries and yeah. i think here they too. Didn't, they didn't take anything for it other than the head yeah exactly of so just the ones that they decided to take the head so if from, if if you know anyone's against hunting you know that's you know this is the best way to do it if you yeah are against that kind of stuff i mean no I don't well it, dude you, you'll never meet a hunter a real hunter that doesn't have respect for the nature that doesn't have yes. respect for the yes. area mm-hmm. that will walk around I mean, the snake instead of shooting it just I mean, that's, because that's that, part of the ecosystem and that's and, half of being a hunter is, is just loving being out in nature and yeah. not in the fucking prison that is uh h-e-b uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> well the point is purpose there's purpose behind mm-hmm. it yeah. there's ideals behind it it's not sport yeah Exactly. It is sport, but it's you get something from it and you give something back. You give something back, yeah. It's it's like the whole uh, And it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, the whole adage of, you know, leave nothing but footprints and take nothing but memories, you know. Yeah, kind and of thing, how often you know? do you get to pop off that big of a rifle at a living thing and not go to prison? And shooting's just fun in general. <laughs> <It is. laughs> uh but she so initially she thought it was a bobcat yeah. and, and killed the bobcat in question. And the next morning there was another one killed. And I don't know how many people out there know about bobcats and predators in general, but they are they're pretty territorial and it's not that common if you just kill the bobcat in question you're not going to see another one the next day like they're i mean they're smart well that animal's a loner Mm -hmm. yeah exactly that's not a pack animal yeah exactly um again the meat was left there um and like we said before predators will pick them up and take them off it doesn't happen fucking yeah they don't do not happen they don't they don't they don't do that and the only wound she found was on the thorax which is the you know the neck area so um and apparently no blood was left. It was drained of all the blood. Um, and what she had told us was that she had never even heard about the chupacabra until uh, her friend, until she told her friend about the chickens. And then she was like, okay, well, it's probably the chupacabra. You know, what else would do that? Did she have any photos of the chickens or anything? I didn't see any. I'm sure she does. And I just didn't we think didn't to ask, ask her about that. Like like any kind of anything about the animals she lost or animals that were lost on properties around hers from from this you know yeah i i don't we, we it's one of the things that's another good question her. you know is is can you show us any any of that like anything you got a, a polaroid i don't fucking know yeah i know i know i mean we it, it would have been a good question to ask but you know i mean we have an open line of communication with her whenever so we True. we can yeah um we took her a plant and she was very grateful she yeah. emailed us the next day hey thanks so much for the plant yeah, was like dude was, it, was, it was such a pleasure she was hats and koozies and all kinds of shit oh yeah i mean just she was just excited that people are interested in this. Like she, just, she had no idea about our podcast. Thank God, just dude. like anyone. Have else. you heard us? I know. Thank we're God, terrible. I'm we're so terrible. surprised. I, I'm embarrassed <laughs> to even show her this episode. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm so surprised that 
I'm I'm glad she didn't do too yeah, much digging. <laughs> I know, I know, but <laughs> she was such a respectable person, and we talk about shit and dicks and all kinds of stuff. And yeah, it's it's bad. <sighs> and and but the fact that she didn't care, she didn't care for what reason we. I mean, and we were absolute gentlemen when we were there. We, we were, we were right, like, yeah, we were. Okay, we were. Cool. We were on our best behavior. Yes, <laughs> um, but uh, but she didn't care why we were there. We she just likes that people are interested in this, and she'll talk about a little bit about how she likes the story of the chupacabra because it, it it encourages children to read about these stories and just anything to get kids interested in things outside of that fucking little screen they watch all the time. Oh yeah, you know. Um, but uh, anyway, we're going to go into all this with the interview with her, um, but I'm going to touch on a little bit more just so I can kind of preface this before we get into the interview, which is, you know, about 40 minutes long. Um, and uh, it was really, really worth great. every second. Yeah, it was. For there sure. wasn't a second of that that I do. I, I didn't even say much because I was so tuned in. I know. I know. And I, I was I, just sitting there like, oh, my God. I had my notes prepared. I was like, I got to make sure I ask her the right questions. And I, this is this is the first time we really kind of felt like. The big time, you know, like this lady has not been, only that, but like something we found something. Yeah, yeah, we found something. Well, the Marfa lights too uh, is something that I was interested in, and, and I don't have uh, an answer for that either. But this was pr- probably the second thing we found that was like, dude, this is not just surface level dog with mange. It's something else. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was it was it was so cool. It was so cool to do that, and uh, she was more than happy to share all of her stories. But uh, you'll hear all that. But to talk a little bit more about the the story that she that she experienced, all the stuff she experienced before we get into her interview was uh, in 2007. There was a neighbor uh, rancher that had called her. This is after the 28 chickens had been killed, and this is after the bobcat oh. and all that. And she had seen some some stuff. But um, she said that uh, the rancher, the neighbor rancher, had called her and said someone had hit the creature that she was thinking was killing her chickens with her car. So she drove out there and picked up the body and put it in her freezer, and it made national news. Um, okay. And uh, when we were out there, we actually saw this creature. It had been stuffed, and yeah, in the in the time that she had given it to the taxidermist, and the time that he had finished and completed and given it back to her, the taxidermist was really concerned that people were going to break in and you know, yeah. either fuck with it or uh, take it so that they could claim it for credit for yeah, financial gain. S- something. Yeah. She kept it locked down. Didn't mm-hmm. tell anybody. Yeah. Um. But uh, some things that stood out about this creature, which we saw, we saw the taxidermied creature, was it appeared humpbacked. It had a, had a, a, an obvious hump in its back. It, it at least walked with a severe arch. Yes. In its back. Yeah, it severe was... arch. Um, one of the, the biggest things that, that was crazy about this was it had nodules on its, on its rear end. Is that what you want to call them? Uh, just big, circular... They were oval-shaped It looked like... Okay, imagine, imagine a, uh, uh, a deer... With its antlers sawed off, right? The, yeah, the, the way it, the flat thing. It, it was this flat but circular on each side of its uh, to the left and right of its tail. Uh-huh. But they were it was just meat. It wasn't. Uh, that was part of the thing that they removed for DNA testing. They cut yes, into that. They cut into that and they sent it off to for the testing. Okay, it's it. It wasn't testicles. No, it, no, 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 not at all. It wasn't any kind of horn yeah. that was removed. It was on its ass. Yes. I, I, there, there, I've never seen anything like it. I haven't either. It was to to for someone to fabricate that and be like, "Hey, can you put that here on the creature?" You know, to make it seem like she she no, would have. That's done not that. what that was. Yeah, and it's it's not. I mean, and I've never seen that in in a sick creature, and, and for it to be like tumorous, 
no. for it to be completely bilaterally it was too symmetrical equivalent. It was too symmetrical. Yeah, exactly. Um, it, it was born with that. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing. Another thing to point out was that it's yeah, exactly. He's showing me a picture right now, and it's it's that's. And we're gonna put. Po- we'll post this picture probably. I'm posting all of this when we when we yeah, release we'll, we'll this. I'm really excited to post these pictures, and it's, it's really interesting. Um, the skin, it's. The skin is identical across its entire body, right? It's it's completely yes. hairless, right? Except it has for like peach, peach fuzz, fuzz, yeah, right. It it wasn't like patches of hair anywhere. Dude, Just, no no animal with mange or any kind of skin condition doesn't have hair on its toes, somewhere. its ears, yeah, behind, places on, where it can't top, bite. Yeah, the top of its head, you know, every around its nose, like everywhere. Yeah, dude, that's that's not. That's not a dog. Uh, yeah, I mean it's it's it seems canid like listen, a canine. Listen but to not, the interview, like we get yeah, into it, but for sure. Um, <sighs> touching on a few more things before we get into the interview, for sure is uh, craziest thing I've ever seen. The 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 legs measured an inch and a half shorter in the front, right? Which might have added to its humpbacked appearance and the way it walked, but that's well, it not walks at a downward angle. Then yes, and it's not consistent with you know the anatomy of a canine usually. Okay. Um, and she apparently came out, uh, came across four over her entire time, and and the the legs measuring different uh, in the front and the back were consistent with all of those. Um, one other thing that was uh, interesting was that there was extra skin on the the forehead part behind the ears. Yeah, just wrinkles, right? Just yeah, lots of skin. Just this fold. This yeah, weird. And it looked almost like mound, separate ears forming behind the other ear. Like that's yeah. that, that's that's what it looked like. I'm not saying that's what it was, but it was interesting. It's definitely I, I, physically deformed in terms of what you would reference it to of anything you know about. But not sickly looking. No, no, no. I mean, yeah. like if you're looking at it and then you're looking at anything that it might resemble, mm-hmm. it's a totally different thing. Yes, yes. And, and adding on top of that, you have the mandible which is about an inch and a half longer than the maxilla, right? Which is the bottom part of the yeah. jaw. And I know that's human terms. I'm not sure if that applies to uh, animal And, and the canine anatomy. teeth were longer. The te- yeah, the canine te- teeth were longer. So maybe that would uh, kind of connect it to the whole like blood sucking aspect, which- Well, makes sense. Yeah. Which, if, what, what would the purpose evolutionarily be yeah, of and, longer canines would be puncturing? And anatomically, like that doesn't give it the ability to suck the blood, but maybe it licked, it, licked the blood. Um but either way, the, the top part of the jaw was longer than the bottom part of the jaw, which it had is interesting. all this extra skin and muscles. Like, who knows and if it is, was able to form a, a, a mouth pattern that could suck. Yeah, and this, and this is not... Blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah true. Con- not a consequence. This is not a... Of, so I'm basically saying this is not a... The reason this happened was not because of the mange. This is not a... Con- result. Okay, I'll say that. So this is not a result. Bro, you couldn't figure out result. It's not result. It's a different word. This is not. <laughs> I'm fucking with you. This is not a uh, a result of it having mange because anatomically, like like the bones were different lengths. It wasn't like okay, it appeared oh, yeah. this way because of the skin. It was because the bones were. The, it's its entire structure mm-hmm. is so similar but so different. Yes, and another thing she pointed out was that it had blue eyes. Yeah, which I don't know if eye color changes once you've gone once once a creature has died i don't think it would change to that well did she also talk about uh blue eyes being more apt to being a night or darkness creature yeah not necessarily a nocturnal early morning late evening yeah 
their the the eyes can absorb more light yes. from darkness yes, did if they're that. lighter colored. Mm-hmm. That's a human thing too. Yeah, exactly. And and that would be the purpose of it at least. Yes. It, it doesn't run around in the day. Yes. Uh, another thing striking on the the uh, stuffed version was that, um, and she said this that she, before with stuff too, but it only has two nipples instead of yeah. four. The the four four nipples is is uh, female dogs is yeah is is typical of canines, Bitches but having two nipples. So you're looking at like at least three four things that are not in line with what we would attribute to canines, right? right? Obviously, I mean. Like, Dude, she 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 talks about all of this, man. Let's, she, let, let's let her tell her story. I know, here. I know, and I'm sorry, but one thing that she doesn't mention, and I didn't mention, and I just found this out recently, was that a, I just found out that it had three phalanges, which are toes, okay, on its uh, front paws. Three, three, okay, as opposed to four. For Did it have a dew claw? Uh, I th- I'm not sure if it had a dew claw. That's upper. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure if it had a dew claw, but a normal dog does. Four toes and a dew claw yeah. for a normal dog. Apparently, this one had three. I have pictures, man. Um, I can find it. Keep going. And, and a dew claw, maybe, but that would still give it four as opposed to five per toe, per foot, per foot. Um, but uh, anyway, um, some people that were uh, part yeah, of this. It has uh, a dew claw, like maybe like. Okay, it has a dew claw, yeah. yeah. But the, the three toes is a big thing, too. So that's, no, that's, no, that's like that's four or five normal. things. Yeah, it's yeah. not normal at all. Um, another person that was interviewed uh, in, I think, the Monster Quest um, documentary was uh, his name was Anthony Natardis. Which is kind of a funny <laughs> uh, he's, a, he's, he's the county extension agent for agriculture in DeWitt County. Okay. And uh, he spoke for a second about, you know, what he had heard. That county? Uh, DeWitt, yes. DeWitt, okay. All these places are in DeWitt County. Um, he speaks about diseases which have, might cause the alleged chupacabra, which uh, he says no science proves it exists. And um, uh, Dr. Canyon contacted his office and uh, he told her that it was probably mange. Yeah, of course, like anyone yeah. would say. But yeah. there's so many things besides mange. Detardis. Um, obviously, she disagreed with that. Anyway, so Dr. Canyon, uh, she sent, she was very curious about what this was. So she sent uh, <clears throat> DNA uh, uh, tissue. She, she sent, sent tissue a for tooth. D- she sent a cutout from that haunch on the back that we're talking yeah, about. She sent it to UC Davis, which is uh, the largest forensic animal university in the United States. She sent it to places all over the country. Yeah, more than just that. Yeah. This is the one that stood out to me, but... Um, it took them eight weeks, but later they said that uh, the results said it was a mix between a coyote, a coyote on the maternal side and a Mexican wolf on the paternal side. Okay. So a hybrid, basically. Um, and they didn't know if this particular individual could breed, whatever. Um, the point is genetically up to this point, this creature didn't exist. Yes. There was no reference in any kind of database. There's for, no name for this creature. In fact, they, they named this genetic makeup Chupa. Yes, exactly. Um, another thing that was interesting. It's a new thing. Another thing that was interesting, and and there's just a few more things I'm going to say Sorry before pulling the curtain back. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a few more things I'm going to say before the interview. Um, is uh they they uh were looking for skin mites to uh, on the actual body to okay. to see if it was a sarcoptic mange caused by the um what we say earlier scurvy the scurvy, <laughs> the scurvy. bugs <laughs> the. Uh, <laughs> the scabies and uh, they they found no mange god that was so stupid it's okay they found no mange right uh and and the vet said it was uh the same vet that looked this up said it was not anatomically possible for them to suck the blood but maybe could lick it um the vet also said that maybe the blood was the meal of choice but all in all i was saying that the 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 fact that there's no skin mites and no 
I guess, discernible evidence of mange might just be because the particular specimen was was cleaned by then and who knows if the if the the mites kind of vacated because of it being cleaned like or whatever. There'd still be eggs, there'd still be you would think there'd be some evidence. sort of evidence. Yeah. So but one thing that was interesting to me too was that all four she saw four of these. So you're saying that all four of these are the result of a coyote on the maternal side and a Mexican wolf on the paternal side. I mean how maybe it had a litter it just that's the that's, that that's what makes sense. Yeah, you know, it maybe from the same litter, but but what what's the likelihood that you're going to see all four of those? Well, it's, you have four of them, most well, all killed in the same manner, and they're all in the same area. Yeah, and they all have the same genetics. If they all are the same thing, yeah, yeah, I'd call that a litter. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd say whatever that thing's mom was had some babies, and they grew up, ran off, and here we are. So. Anyway, uh, I know you guys have been waiting for this, but without further ado, we're going to dive in to the uh, interview we had with Dr. Canyon, and I uh, hope you guys enjoy. Yeah, and, and go into this, forget everything you've ever thought about Chupacabra. Just, yeah, just really li- do. Just listen to what this lady says. Just listen to her, her side of it. Ignore everything we just said, for sure. But just, <laughs> Always do that. Just listen, just listen to this lady, all right? Erase everything you've ever thought, preconceived notions, listen to her. She's the real deal. Yeah. Check it out. So, uh, uh, Dr. Canyon, um, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your, your background? So, I started out with a degree in psychology, and then I got a master's in nutrition, and then I went back and studied orthomolecular medicine, and that's what I do. I'm a certified nutritional consultant, and I too own two organic stores, uh, one in Victoria and one in Texas. Okay, okay. <laughs> And uh, you said you were here, you've been here for 15 years? We've been here in this house, yes. And we actually lived overseas for almost 20 years. Oh, wow. And really? so we were in South America and Africa and Asia. And then we moved back and had a ranch in Yorktown and then relocated here whenever I started at the hospital. Wow, okay. Uh, if you don't mind me asking, uh, what took you overseas? Uh, my husband's job. He's with an oil company. Oh, okay. And okay. so my passion was nutrition, so worked out great for us. And obviously uh, hunting as well. And we are <laughs> avid hunters, absolutely. I'm sure you did a lot of hunting when you were... Uh, when over- I was overseas. young, absolutely. Okay, mm-hmm. awesome. Overseas too, when you were there, yep. I'm sure you took mm-hmm. a lot of opportunity to do that. Very yep. cool. love it. Love the outdoors. Love animals and watching them and studying them. And we only harvested animals um, that are conservatory hunts so everything we've hunted we are able to shoot and donate to the needy in that area okay yeah whether it was in africa or asia or wherever it is all of the hunts are all conservatory beautiful beautiful okay uh so tell me when the first uh time was that you saw the creature so actually what happened we were in africa and when we came back um, my sister, who had been coming and taking care of the house, um, soon as we were back in the country, she called me and she's like, oh my gosh, I don't know what you saw in Africa, but I can tell you what I've seen here is weird. Hmm. And it's like, well, what did it look like? And she said, I can't even describe it. I can just tell you it's a weird looking animal. So we made it back here to the ranch and had unloaded everything. And the next day, we had driven around to the front of the ranch to go in. And lo and behold, I'm driving in, and out of the grass, here pops up this creature 
that I had never seen. So I look at it. I stop the vehicle, like get out of it, walk around the front of it, and the animal is there. And he's probably 35 feet away from me. So I thought that was unusual that the animal didn't run because... Very, yeah, very unusual. That's a coyote, as an example, or a dog. As soon as you would get out of a car, it's gone. Yeah. So it stood there, and it looked at me, and I looked at him, and I couldn't believe what it looked like. Its shape was weird. I could tell it didn't have any hair on it. It wasn't vicious. It didn't growl or gnarl or anything. We just made eye contact. And he turned around and just trotted off. So he didn't seem rabid, obviously. No, absolutely. Like like medically, he looked pretty. And didn't seem sick. And again, when animals are sick, they they don't want to be around anybody else. Quite like humans, we just kind of want to go and lay down and not be with anybody. Mm -hmm. Um, So I thought it was unusual with the animal for what he looked like that his behavior was so mellow, Mm -hmm. because he did. He walked off, and he probably walked about thirty five yards, and he turned around and looked at me again and trotted off a little further and looked back again and then went off to where I couldn't see him anymore. <laughs> it was like, oh my gosh, what was that experience? Yeah, that's a little that's a little odd. I mean, that's not doesn't seem like typical animal behavior. Yes, absolutely. And it was by itself? It was by itself. Yep, by itself. And that's what I thought. Maybe the animal had been hit on the road. Uh, maybe why he didn't run off um, but when he walked off, he was, he didn't indicate that there, he was damaged. He, he didn't limp. He wasn't dragging a leg or a foot. You know, it wasn't blood coming out of him. So I, I was so perplexed because, like I said, even a dog is going to run away. Now they'll turn around and look, but they are going to run away. Mm-hmm. So for me, yeah. I, the question marks were popping up like, wow, what is this thing? Okay, yeah. So when did you make the the connection between, you, uh, I saw in the documentary, I believe it was Monster Quest, that you had lost um, some chickens? Well, um, we had chickens, and I had gone out, and the one of the chickens had been killed, um, but it wasn't taken off. Mm-hmm. Uh, most predators here, in South Texas at least, if they would kill the chicken, they're going to they're going to haul it off immediately. A, a coyote would, yeah. um, a bobcat would, anything is just going to haul it off and eat it. And that the animal was killed, but left in its place was unusual. Sure. And then I think, okay, well, maybe the chicken was sick and, you know, maybe the chicken just died. But I did notice that all of on the chickens in their thorax area, the feathers were gone. Okay, so just just in the, the yeah. thorax area. So I didn't really think a whole lot about it until about four days later, the second chicken was dead mm-hmm. in the same fashion, identical. All in all, I lost twenty nine. All in that same way. Wow. What kind of uh, what kind of time period was that in with the the full twenty nine? That that happened until I really got smart and changed my chickens around. That went on probably for a couple of months because then I'd go 20, another two lot. or three weeks, and then there would be another one. And it's like okay, something is coming up to this chicken coop, and I thought that it was probably a bobcat. So I sat up all one night, and sure enough, 
here comes a bobcat mm-hmm. right next to our house. And so I took the bobcat out because I can't have that with our no, of course not. pets. And so I took it out and I had kind of started to tell my neighbors, kind of had this weird thing going on with my chickens and uh, nobody really had a comment at that time. So once I took the bobcat out, I was 99% positive that that was what was doing my chickens, although it was unusual that a bobcat would leave the chicken lake. I would feel like any predator leaving the meat, that wouldn't make sense. In fresh, a fresh kill that they leave it. Why, why kill it? Exactly. So what I did was I got some sand from our tank and brought it up and put it all in the area of the chicken coop to see what tracks were in oh, that soft idea. sand. Mm-hmm. And the third chicken, I guess, or the fourth chicken that uh, was killed in the same fashion, that's when I looked down and it's like, oh, my gosh. So whatever this print is, is an unusual print that I haven't seen before. So I went online and looked up a bobcat track, a coyote track, a wolf track, any predator that we have in this area, and nothing matched the footprint. So when I started telling some of our neighbor ranchers, that's when they first said to me, well, I don't know, but it sounds like you have a chupacabra, Mm -hmm. and it's just killing the chicken and sucking the blood out of it. Sure. And I'm like, well, I don't, this track looks like it may be somewhat similar to a canine, but canines are not a blood sucker like a bat is. Exactly. I mean, they don't have the anatomical exactly. uh, functionality so, for that. Then, because of what I do, then after about the 10th chicken was killed, then I started thinking, maybe this animal that's taking it has a vitamin or mineral deficiency. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that is why he's only craving the blood and not the meat. But I don't think that it's going to suck the blood. I wouldn't know how they'd get the, the blood out of the it, body by, by itself. Exactly. So when about the 11th chicken was killed, then I really started to notice that when I would go up to the chicken, there was not a puddle of blood as if it would have been killed and then just kind of bled out. Yeah. So I thought, okay, well, now that's becoming more interesting. Mm-hmm. So... I have patients that have pica, which is a mineral disorder, where they crave Mm non-food. They want paper, chalk, pencils, dirt. I think I saw that on uh, that My Strange Addiction show. They eat eating clay. Yeah, Yeah. laundry detergent, you know, anything that is non-food. But that's what, uh, uh, toilet paper. I mean, I have one that just, you know, can eat toilet paper all day long. So I'm thinking, okay, maybe this animal um, has a bad mineral deficiency, and that's why it's craving possibly the iron that's in the blood. So I'm thinking a little bit out of the box, but not sure where I'm going with it because I, I don't, I, I can't associate it specifically with an animal that would do it. Although everybody kept telling me, well, if it is a chupacabra, they're a blood sucker. Mm. Well, 
after living in Africa, I understand the chain of command with animals, mm -hmm. you know, and a, a ferret is not going to go against an elephant because it's so big. Right. So, you know, there's that pecking order of what takes what along the way. Yes. And I'm thinking, all right, it's bigger than a chicken, so it's going to take a chicken. But then everybody kept saying, well, has it attacked your cattle? Do you, have you lost any calves or cows or no? Now that you say that, none at all. Hmm. But a calf, I'm thinking, is probably bigger than whatever this animal is. Sure. Well, by then now, I've seen the animal again in the pasture. I only would see it early morning or late night. So then I went down to our tank and started looking at the tracks around the tank which is one of the few watering holes in this area. And when it's not raining, we're really the only ones that had water available for the animals. Mm -hmm. And there is the same track that was around the chicken coop. So the mystery was starting to come together gradually because now whatever the animal was, I think it's what I have been seeing, mm -hmm. but I've never seen it kill a chicken. Yeah. So... I put a video up at the chicken coop to see. And I think because now, because this animal has such blue eyes, maybe cataracts, which are more prone in animals or people with blue eyes, sure. that he picked up on the red eye from the camera. And that's why we would never get him on film. And it's funny, too, because usually you would see, um, we have game cameras at uh, my family's place, too. You mm -hmm. would see animals and the cameras way more than you would even see them in person yeah. so the fact that you've seen them in person multiple times and you have a specimen you know that it's, it, that's very unusual yeah absolutely you never got it on the camera yeah i mean we we had six cameras up that took about thirty six thousand videos actually mm. and we never saw only the end of it now we sent a drone up with a thermal camera on it wow at about 1.30 cool. at night. And we saw the tail end of the animal going in a hole. So oh. then we started to put together, wow, maybe this thing lives underground. Maybe we don't see it during the day because no skin, no hair on the skin. Makes sense. So he's out early morning, late evening, and during the night. So the the mystery really just kept unraveling and everybody in our area knew that we were seeing it because people would call me and say, oh my gosh, I saw this weird thing, you know, running into your pasture and mm -hmm. I'm so, like, oh so yeah. So they would I've, see it too. Yeah, I've seen it. And they're like, no, 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 you've never seen what we saw. And I'm like, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I have. <laughs> I have. Trust me. And then, you know, once we collaborated our stories, it's like, oh my gosh, you have seen the same thing. Sure. It's like, yeah, we just, I just don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, talking about the blood sucking uh, aspect of it, I know uh, in the Puerto Rican version, uh, that was one of the main things that the body was drained of blood. And I know that the main explanation, I guess, scientifically, medically would be that the lividity and the rigor mortis would obviously make it seem like there was no blood left in the body. Right. Um, yeah. and, and maybe in those cases, they were just mistaken. There was still blood in the body. It just pooled exactly. and congealed. Yep. So... What we started to put together was every time it killed a chicken, it was always in the thorax area. It was always here 
where most of the damage was and where everything was exposed. It really just perplexed everybody that I've talked to, including veterinarians and animal scientists, that they never took any of the meat. That Yeah, that is very strange. And, and for it to be the neck every time, for it to be 29... Yeah. different uh, uh occasions yeah, exactly uh, that's mm-hmm. just uh, i mean i i can't that's what intrigued me the most when i was watching the the documentaries i've seen you in and uh, it doesn't make any sense to me and it, it's no no animal would do that. I, don't, I don't i don't see a reason why they would do that no absolutely but not it obviously shows that that's its objective yes that's what it was going to do yep so you know the it it really became a deeper mystery. And and I kept telling everyone in the area, if you ever get one, if you see one, let me know. We're trying to figure out, you know, like really where this thing came from. By that point, we knew that it was staying on our ranch because everybody that would call always said, we see it going into your ranch, either from, you know, the front of the ranch or from the side of the ranch. It was always coming into our place. Mm -hmm. So we were pretty convinced that it was living here until we did the drone. And I know you're speaking of the specimen that that is mounted over here, uh, correct? And you said uh, you've seen four of them, was that correct? Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. Throughout the duration of this? Yeah. And what I guess whatever happened to the other ones, and then what kind of uh, uh, time period did you see those other ones in? Well, I have two of them. Um, the sheriff's department called me one day and said someone had hit one on our river bridge not far from here. This is the one in your freezer, correct? No, this is another one. Oh, okay. And okay. so they had called me and said, oh, there's that was one of the four. We want you to go look at it and tell us what you think. And so I happened to be here, so I got in my car, and I drove there, and the sheriff's department met me there, and we looked everywhere, and it was gone. And we're like, wow. And they're like, well, it, it didn't get up and leave because it, the animal had been hit and killed. Well, come to find out, the sheriff's department found out that somebody had picked it up. Wow. But they called back the sheriff's department and told them they had picked it up. They threw it in the river because they were so afraid of it. Wow. Wow. So it's like, oh, my gosh, we had one so close. So on a Saturday morning, I had a neighbor call me and say, I have one of your animals right here. Somebody hit it with the car in front of our ranch. And I said, I am on my way over. So I jumped in the truck, drove over there, looked at it. And I'm like, yep, this is it. Other than it was smaller. Was a very it it maybe weighed twenty pounds, right. and what I had seen, I you know I looked at it and said, well, it probably weighs about thirty five or forty pounds. So I said, this is an adolescent one, but this is the same thing. Mm. Had the little pones on the back and had yeah. no hair on it. I was just it. about to ask about so that. So it 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 fit the match. Well, when I was there, someone called this guy and said they were looking for me. That there was one killed on the highway in front of our ranch. So I got in the truck and drove back over to our ranch and went, and sure enough, it was laying in the middle of the road. Well, I pulled over and took it off into the ditch and came in and got our tractor and loaded him up in the front end loader and brought it back. Well, as soon as I got back, I called the gentleman and said, save that one because I want it. I want to do the DNA off of it. Okay. And they had already burned it because oh of fear. Really? They're wow, like, so uh-uh, it, man, we threw it, and we started to fire and burned it, and it burned. I mean, I went back over there. Everything was burned up. It was a hot fire. So I was disappointed, but at least I had one that I knew we could do DNA on, mm-hmm. and that, that was what my ultimate goal was, was to really find out 
what DNA. So I contacted uh, University of California in Davis. Uh, that is the largest forensic veterinary school that we have in the United States. Okay. And so I called them and said, would you consider doing this DNA for me? I'll pay whatever it costs. And so they agreed. So that was the first one that we sent off was to UC Davis in California. So you've sent off more than more than one. We've we've sent it off to about twelve different locations. We've sent it to A and M. We sent it to uh, Texas Tech uh, in Lubbock. We we did it there. BBC. We gave them a sample. They had it done in England. We've had it done in Italy. We had it done in Sweden, and then other places. Uh, uh, NYU in New York University. So we've done it all over the United States. And is this the the same specimen, the same uh, individual creature? Yes. Okay. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you said you had uh, two of them, though, correct? I did have two of them. Okay. Yep. The okay. first one we did not do the DNA off of, but once, mm. and that DNA came back the same as the other ones, but okay. we only did that one one time. That's what I was going to ask, is all the different places you sent the DNA to, they all got the same result? They all came back with all... the same thing. Yeah, okay. Mexican wolf and on the maternal side and coyote on the paternal side. Yeah, it was a dominant. I know we were speaking about this earlier, um, talking about how um, you know that that would be... Uh, you know, the hybrid, the fact that it's a hybrid with a, a coyote and a wolf um, seems pretty uh, unusual and rare. And the fact that you've seen four of the same exact hybrid, is it from the same litter? And then oh, they all happen to have uh, uh, no skin condition and the same growth on the, on the rear end. It just seems too coincidental for it to be uh, not something new. Right. In, yep. in, in it, my opinion, and from what I've seen, and you know, just exactly. Yeah. Okay. And that's you know, again, because I I look at people and try to figure out what's wrong with them. Um, for people that have alopecia, which is hair loss, then we look at an animal and go, okay, you know, maybe it's just got something wrong with it where genetically it's just not going to have any hair. Mm-hmm. Now the animal is covered in fuzz, but it doesn't have any hair on it. Mm-hmm. So genetically, that can be passed down in humans. Mm -hmm. So then we look at the dog and say, well, maybe that's it. But to see four all identical, uh, the genetic part, then we kind of start to rule out as we do it being a mutation. Mm -hmm. Because an albino is a mutation, and that's one in a million. Mm -hmm. And so when you see four within a what I call a relatively short period of time, then that seems a little bit unusual. Okay. So. Um, just touching also on the, the skin biopsy, what are your thoughts on that? And, and um, I know there's been arguments saying that, uh, well, if there were um, scabies uh, on there, they wouldn't have lasted to show up in a skin biopsy. What are your thoughts on that? Well, in talking to the vets, and I've got some very dear friends that are veterinarians, and we've had tons of conversation over all of this because, you know, in the beginning, everybody would say to me, it's like, oh, my gosh, really, Dr. Kane, it's just a mangy coyote. Well, we've killed mangy coyotes to put them out of their misery on the ranch because Mm -hmm. that is a very slow and very, very... um, terrible death for an animal to go to because it really will just drive them crazy. So we've helped them have a little bit of peace in the end of their life by taking care of them. 
So when everybody kept telling me this, um, I had pictures of mangy coyotes and it's like, but, but a mangy coyote picture doesn't fit what I have. Mm -hmm. That's why it was so unusual. And with mange, normally the animals will get it in a patch. And so this animal, of course, had no indication on the skin at all that it was infected at any point, at any spot, because there's no scarring on the animal. So it's like, well, I don't think it had sarcoptic mange or mange or anything. I just think it doesn't have any hair. That's true, too, about the scarring. I hadn't really thought about that, mm -hmm. is that the skin, I mean, looks clear on this specimen. Just, I mean... Like 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 rhino skin, like we were, or ele elephant skin. Yeah, elephant skin. Because on a human, you know, you can have a patch of skin taken out. It will heal, but you'll still be able to see where we lost that. We see that with a lot of our military guys that come mm -hmm. back that have been hurt in war. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you can always see where there was the damage. So it's like if this animal had sarcoptic mange or mange of any kind bad enough to cause it to be hairless, then it's going to be scarred. And there, there is no indication that that body has ever had any kind of inflammation on it. And like we touched on earlier, that's a localized skin and issue. And it is, yeah. It wouldn't be from its toes to the tip exactly. of its tail, all of it. would not cover it completely. Yep, that's correct. And a lot of people, you know, were calling me, and I still get calls all the time of people saying, oh my gosh, we just, you know, found a chupacabra. We just hit one. I'm like, take a picture of it and let me see, because does it have these nodules on its back end? Mm -hmm. And in 99% of the cases, they don't. And then a lot of people will say, well, it looks just like yours. And I'm like, well, it kind of had hair everywhere, but one little place on it. Yeah, that's just a mangy coyote. Yeah. And now that we've seen so many, you know, thousands of pictures of mangy coyotes, and then we look at this one, it, there's just no comparison. So when we, we talk about the naming of the chupacabra and, and the, its name itself, I guess one reason you refer to that would be because so far there's not a name for this particular species. And so that's what is, you know, a popular term for, for what you've discovered and what people have coined right coined this and so that's i guess that's why we're you continuing to use the name because you know it doesn't it doesn't have a name yet so. it is and you know when you look at a schematic of all of the dna of the animals that we have in this country the dna of this animal does not match any other dna reality not even close to matching so wow. that that tells me immediately that this is something different. Now, because we wanted to rule out the possible theory that somebody was purposely farm breeding coyotes and wolves or doing something, um, we sent drones up through about a 150-mile radius of this ranch uh, with heat-seeking cameras to just see if there was not some breeding going on that perhaps the animal just got out or a couple of them. Okay. I was going to ask you about that because I had read, I believe it was a, a paper or some reporter in Houston had, had that was his theory as yeah. to some of the sightings, not this one in particular, but some other chupacabra sightings that people were breeding them for that purpose. Right. And so that's very interesting that y'all yeah. did that. So we did that and, you know, we couldn't find any indication whatsoever. What's really been unusual and we've started to put this together over the years, we always seem to see them when there has been a weather event. When we first started seeing them here, we had had 27 inches of rain. Mm -hmm. 
And then learning that they lived underground, it's like, well, that would make sense because they simply filled up with water. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. So it's like, okay, so every time we would have some big weather event, then we always see them. Even when Hurricane Harvey happened sure. and we had so much rain, then people were saying, oh, my gosh, I saw it again. And do you think that? And I'm like, yes, it, it absolutely could be because we've just gone through this big weather event. Sure. So this, Which, so this year should be a gold mine. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But after all the rain that we've had now, and now what we're wondering because we've also seen them when there have been earthquakes around the globe. And it's like, why all of a sudden did we start seeing them? It's like, oh my gosh, there was an earthquake in South America. And we can't quite correlate that to the sightings as clear as we can with weather events. Yeah. The rain event, definitely we've seen them. But we, we have noticed that when other cataclysmic weather events have happened, you know, even in India where they've had some floods like they've had, then all of a sudden we see them. It, wow. it's, it's quite bizarre to me. And you're but, talking about sightings in those countries. Yeah, uh, sightings here. Really? In this country, okay. when weather events happen around the world. And that's really unusual. Yeah. And they always say animals have that sixth sense. Yeah. Mm. You know, they know when weather is doing something that's going to be bad. Mm. But I, I can't imagine how they would know that in a foreign country. Uh, that part, I, I'm not, maybe it's still a bit skeptical, but that's just a theory that somebody has thrown out that, you know, we are looking into. Cool. What are your uh, What are your thoughts on the the Puerto Rican version um, when this all started in 1995? What are your thoughts on their version of the chupacabra and their their version of the stories with the with the bodies drained of blood? I mean, do you think there's any connection um, with their chupacabra versus the chupacabra of Texas? You know, that, that it always could be. I guess I think their rendition of it is a little bit different than what it looks like. Yeah. Although I will say, with the blue eyes. Just like in humans, if you take a picture of a human with blue eyes, it always shows up red. That's why they created red eye reduction on cameras. Mm. Now, this animal has blue eyes. So when everybody was like, oh, there's no way, I'm like, well, now let's just think about that. Because mine has blue eyes, and it would show up red if you put a flashlight on it. So... Some of these videos and pictures, rather, that they show, you know, it shows the animal with red eyes. Now, they show, like, spiny stuff down their nap of the neck. Okay, could that be hair? Maybe. But these animals here don't have hair. So could it be something that's bred out of that genetically from there till we get to here? We don't know, but the pattern does seem like they come up from Central America, uh, up through Mexico, mm-hmm. and through Texas, Kansas, and then they have a tendency to curve and go to the west. And that's uh, true of a lot of animals, too. I know, like, um, jaguars have been known to show up in, in South Texas, yes. and obviously not native here, you know, but yep. from Central and South America, they've come up, um, and... Uh, I think ring-tailed, uh, what is it? Uh, I think the ring-tailed lemurs as well. Yeah, and the ring-tailed yeah. cat. Mm-hmm. Ring-tailed cat, that's yep. what it was. Yep, exactly. Um, and we've seen at our ranch in Victoria, um, black panthers there. 
And of course, everybody's like, well, wow. there, there are no Black Panthers in Texas. And, uh, yeah, we had one outside our back door up in the tree, and it weighed about 200 pounds. Oh. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Can't refute what I see. Talk about being scared of chupacabras. I'd be scared of that too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'd all run from that one, I'm thinking. So. <laughs> Uh, so are there any other um, chupacabra sightings in Texas, particularly, that you see that are as credible as yours? Well, you know, because of what I do, my passion probably runs a little bit deeper in me wanting to find out what it is. Mm -hmm. I've had so many people tell me, oh, I, I saw one of those animals, but, you know, I just shot it. And I'm like, well... Why would you do that? Wouldn't you have an interest in trying to figure out what it is? It was unfortunate that ours got hit by a vehicle. But we think because of the blue eyes, perhaps they have cataracts. And that's why they've been hit by vehicles is they don't have the eyesight yeah. that they possibly should. So it, it it's just, it's a mystery. There There's just no doubt about it, but we still see them. And I, I, I hate to say the other people are not being honest. And a lot of people say they saw something until they come and see mine. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, yeah, mine did not look like no. that at all. And, and that's why I invite anybody to come look at it. Because, you know, to talk about it is one thing. But when you can lay eyes on it and actually analyze it yourself, then your perspective of it changes. And everybody, that, especially a naysayer, saying, ah, it was just a mangy coyote. I'm like, come look. Mm -hmm. And let me let you look at it and tell me if you think, because we know it doesn't have mange. I'm, I'm convinced. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, it, I, what is that thing? <laughs> it's amazing. I mean, whatever it is, it definitely is very, very different. And did, did you, is this one that you shot? This is one that got hit uh, in front of our ranch. Okay. And the other one that I have uh, also was hit by a vehicle. Okay. Okay. So, so both of them. Yeah. But they, they really can't see it all, <laughs> those cataracts. Oh, I'm telling you, it, it's it's really, it's such an amazing story. It's yeah, it fascinating is. to me. And that's what interested me so much too, because when I, like I was telling you earlier, when I first decided, well, I want to do an episode on the Chupacabra, and the first thing I was thinking of was, well, it's really plainly obvious to me that it's explainable as you know a coyote with mange or a dog with mange and once i started you know doing a couple hours into it i was like wow this is this is a little bit deeper than that and it's not it's not so easily explainable um, you know i had people from all over the world call me and say it was a zolo dog yeah I've, you know I've, I've the, seen that, the yeah. zolo dog ha is a hairless dog and and i and I mean, all that, hours yeah, of the night, <laughs> my, my husband can attest to you with the phone calls and people arguing with me. It's like, you know, it's not whatever you say it is. It's a Zolo. And I'm like, but you have to understand we've done DNA and there is no Zolo in the DNA at all. Not even a trace of it. And they're like, well, that's what it is. I'm just telling you. So, <laughs> you know, that, that's kind of been the frustrating part is that now that we have DNA, it, it helps the story a little bit unfold as to the mystery. You know, what, what really is it? Because there's a lot of stuff that we know it's not. And a Zolo dog is one thing we know it is not. Definitely. So. Cool. You got anything else, buddy? Um, so this is obviously to, I'm questioning the integrity of major television networks and not yourself. Right. But did any of the TV shows you appeared on or interviews you did ask you to exaggerate or alter any details um, of your story? You know, it's it, that's a very, very interesting question. I had 
quite a few actually call me and say, you know, we want to do a satire out of this. And I'm like, no, you know, I, I feel like I'm a scientist with what I do. And my whole passion, and I said this to the doctors at the clinic where I was, all I want to do is figure out what it is. Yeah, That's been it from the beginning. I don't want anybody to make fun of it. And I don't want it to become a joke. I don't know what it is. The DNA can't tell me what it is. So I'm going to keep trying. So I really turned down several um, companies that kind of wanted to come in and do it kind of as a joke. Yeah. Like, nah, we're not going to do that. And I will also tell you that I have declined payment from anybody that wanted to pay me to come in and really? do it. It's like, this is not about getting paid. This is about science. Answers. And what is this animal that we have after all of these years of mystery? Is it really a chupacabra? Or what is it if it isn't? Does because we have DNA mm. that doesn't match anything. Yeah, and you don't need it to be for your own satisfaction for it to be a chupacabra. Just what is it? Yeah. Any answer. It, that's know? exactly correct. Yeah. And that's all that I've ever said. And that's why, you know, I have it here and anybody that wants to come look at it, I'm I'm so happy because any input or thought that they have or that we can deviate from, you know, what we think it is, then share that with me. And I'm happy I'll accept it and we'll look at it. But the DNA just doesn't lie. That, that's the best thing about doing the DNA. And UC Davis and all of these other universities have been absolutely phenomenal in trying to help me figure out what it is. Cool. What else you got, buddy? That's all I got. All right. Um, one more thing. Um, how, many, uh, how many shows have you been on? I, I, I've seen you on Monster Quest. I've seen you on... I believe was it is it real? Is yes, that, mm-hmm. um, True TV, National Geographic, and they've flown you all over the world Dis- too. Yeah, Discovery, and then all of the foreign crews. We've had you know Swedish crews, we've had Italian film crews, we've had BBC here two or three times. Wow. I mean, it it is truly a mystery, and I think what everybody likes the most is that they can actually put eyes on it. When we had it taxidermied, it was kept a secret because when I had the animal, somebody tried to break in and steal it out of our freezer. Yeah. And that that told me then I, I have it and I I'm gonna find out what it is. Why would anybody want to steal it from me? Because <laughs> They it's the, the only they, one they in the world the, right now, clout, so yeah. it's going to be a little bit obvious if somebody else takes it. <laughs> yeah, we can put on display. I mean. We kept it under lock and key until it was actually ready at the taxidermy, and he was so happy to get rid of it because he was <laughs> paranoid about somebody finding out sure. he had it and breaking it in and stealing it. So sure. I can believe that. Cool. Well, um, that's all I have for uh, for questions on my end. I think Jody's got his questions all all answered, and. Um, Again, I want to thank you for having us and, and welcoming us into your home. It's a beautiful home, and, and your specimen is just unbelievable. 
Well, thank you. It, it uh, I appreciate it. I'm, I love your interest in it. And, you know, we I, I get letters from teachers all over that said, you know, we could never get our kids to read. And, you know, once the story of the Chupacabra came out, they couldn't get enough of it. So thank you for giving them some interest in something that we can get them back into reading again and yeah. trying to study. So that's why I said I, I love what we're doing with it. I, I love the history behind it. I love the mystery of what it really is. So it, it we'll, we'll find out, and it keeps the imagination of uh, us a little bit older generation alive too, because yeah. a lot of us are guilty of losing that, you know, um, by the time we grow up. So this is uh, holding on to a bit more. Exactly, it's amazing. So awesome. Thank you guys. Well, thank you so much. Yep, perfect. Okay, so that was Dr. Phyllis Canyon and us oh my uh, gosh. In- interviewing her. Yeah. Um, I would say that it's it's pretty riveting. It's pretty definitely. It's pretty interesting. I I I can't tell you anymore, even though I would have tried to tell you this before that this doesn't exist. It's just yeah. a coyote with mange. It's I was just on the edge of my seat sitting there talking to her. It, right. it really was. I, it was, I was like it was glued. Stupid. I felt so stupid because I I didn't say very much for a long time other than uh huh, yo yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I was like, keep going, lady. Like, tell me more. <laughs> Uh, a few quick things here, um, just to kind of to to finish this off. Um, it's interesting that some people have a theory that uh, HIV and AIDS were caused by the chupacabra. Caused by or caused caused the... by the chupacabra? I thought it was the government. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, it was definitely the government. <laughs> the African government. Yeah. Fucking the uh, fucking the chimpanzees or <laughs> yeah. Um. Apparently, uh, there are stories of people trying to inbreed uh coyotes and dogs that try to replicate um what we think is a chupacabra or, or what looks like a chupacabra hairless dog looking thing um she touched on that she she talked about maybe it was something that got loose from some kind of puppy mill yes yes um i would just say the regularity of which they appear in general is kind of unusual um and even i had yeah. seen one in the medical center which you know i want to post that video too it's it's not that telling it it could be anything, but I, it's it's interesting uh, to say well, the it's least. It's not nothing. And it's not nothing. Um, there's other sightings I had mentioned earlier that um, there was a you know some in Portugal. Uh, uh, there's some in Ukraine. Um, there's uh-huh. a video of one walking through Portugal. Um, looks kind of like looks kind of like CGI. Anything supernaturalist coming out of Ukraine after what happened there? You know. Yeah, there was there was a video of one in Mississippi it and uh, some kind of radioactive. In in, uh, in Picayune, Picayune, Mississippi, uh, there was this is a couple of years ago, I think, but it's to me, it's obviously Mange is one. Um, there's one in Rockdale, Texas. There's a picture of a uh, you know, this looks like half decomposed. It's kind of bullshit. Um, in Ukraine, there was one that they I think they d- decided that it was a, a fox, but it had a smaller teeth like a marten, mm-hmm. like a little weasel looking thing. Mm-hmm. Um, there's actually an exhibit at the San Antonio Zoo now uh, that has the uh, a chupacabra. Um, I guess it looks more like the Puerto Rican version, but it's a little little okay. plastic one, you know. But it's it's it's, it's, it's in the bat is. exhibit. It's in the in the bat exhibit, uh, and they refer to it as Venator Nocturnus. You know, it's just goofy. Say that again, Venator Nocturnus or Venator oh. Nocturnus. Okay, but uh, it's just it's just fun little 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 things to to take your kids to and be like, hey, you know, look at Chupacabra. Yeah, keep the fun going. Um, there's actually a Round Rock. Uh, a minor league baseball team called the Round Rock Chupacabras. Obviously, I'm sold. 
Obviously, you know, I want. I'm sold. I'm gonna, you want you want a hat? I'm gonna buy a hat. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's, yeah. that's where that shit to the <laughs> the the fest. Um, and uh, of no, course, um, no. <laughs> yes, come on. Um, anyway, um, I was researching, and I definitely wanted to go to the the best place for information, just in general. Uh, mm-hmm. A little website uh, we we know as a Urban Dictionary. That is the best place. Yes, it is. And, I didn't uh, see this coming. I just, I know, I, I, I just want to do this every episode. I, I just want to throw it in there. Go back to our roots. But it's, I just got one definition for you, uh, and it's obviously chupacabra. All right. Uh, the first definition is a creature known as a goat sucker. The second definition is uh, the Mexican Bigfoot. You know, it's 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 as big as a uh, uh, Bigfoot is to uh, us uh, us Americans. Yeah. Um, number three is uh, what you should nickname your penis. <laughs> <laughs> And I'll tell you why. Uh, uh, person one, I saw the chupacabra, their friend. Why did you name your penis the chupacabra? Me, because it's big, hairy, and most active at night. <laughs> Which is totally wrong because it's not hairy it's not at all. Hairy. They shaved it. And the friend says, You are a god. <laughs> <laughs> so, is it real or not? I think the jury is out on this one, to be honest. Urban Dictionary just says like, it is. Just like Dr. Canyon said. Uh, whether or not this is the chupacabra of a legend is up for debate, but it is not debatable that this is a hybrid, which is technically a new species, yeah. according to her. And uh, there being multiple of them is pretty unusual as well. Yeah. Apparently, um, they aren't a big fan of knowing how to cross roads. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think she she told stories in there, four of them, they got hit by cars. She accounted for all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if there was more than four, I don't know, but she accounted for four of them. So they all got hit by cars. Yeah, but anyway, it was a great interview. Um, yes, yes, thank and, you, and don't, thank you, Doctor Canyon, and and don't think that we're gonna finish this episode without the best part, which is our scary story of the day. Oh, I was gonna say Urban Dictionary. No, this is our super scary, scary story. This is our super scary, thrilling, terrifying, yet obviously oh. unrelated scary story of the day. I want to be scared, and it would be told by my buddy Jody here. Let me get that. And uh, take it away, my friend. All right. Let me scroll down a little bit for you here. Okay. Here we go. There's no title to this one, by the way. Cool. The other night, I tried to make a curry, and I got chili burns all over my face. So I thought to myself, hang on. Doesn't milk soothe chili burns? It does. And I couldn't Google because... I couldn't see, so I just had to blindly feel my way to the fridge, pour out a bowl of milk, and then plant my face in the bowl of milk. Anyway, at that point, the rice cooker went off and triggered a power surge, which turned my electricity off, which I didn't notice at first because I had my face in a bowl of milk. And when I did emerge from the dairy prison, I thought I had gone blind with chili burns, so no, I don't really cook much. (laughs) Nobody asked. (laughs) <laughs> nobody asked I think the story should be I don't cook much <laughs> <laughs> milk prison <laughs> so our favorite suckers number one we have chupa chups oh, our favorite suckers the famous Spanish sucker chupa or chups. lollipop I love those for people not mature enough to use the I'm word so sucker excited. i.e. us <laughs> number two MTV's sucker free countdown shit which showed the hottest hip hop music videos but also show our age. Yeah, back when they had music. <laughs> uh, number three, Damn the it. Suckermouth Catfish, a popular aquarium fish 
whose scientific name Hypostomus Placostomus is a mouthful, but by its name, I'm sure it's used to mouthfuls. <laughs> Number four, my shark IQ robot vacuum that sucks out oh. all the hot Cheeto crumbs I leave on the floor while I'm playing Rocket League. Best purchase ever. Yeah. And we're not sponsored by them, but uh, reach not out, yet. please. Yeah. Number five, when a Looney Tunes character turns into a sucker when they're tricked by Bugs Bunny. Remember that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also showing our age. Uh-huh. And number six, maybe the biggest suckers of all time, everyone who attended the infamous Fire Festival. <laughs> <laughs> my friend <laughs> those are some suckers right there if you enjoyed this episode please throw five Yo. stars our way on apple itunes spotify google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to us a good rating is great yeah please we release episodes every other week so keep an eye out for our next episode which jody will be hosting also please share us on social media and with anyone you would think would enjoy the show and thank you so much for listening we will catch you guys later later if you have any questions or comments, or if you have an idea for a future episode, contact us at supernatural.satown at gmail.com. Or keep up with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just search Supernatural SA Town. And thanks for listening.